we're going to start talking about um, invoicing and sales receipts and basically how do you collect money from customers. So, um, so far we've dealt with, I'm going to click on the gear and I'm going to go to all lists so you guys can kind of follow where I'm going. So, so far we've dealt with the chart of accounts, right? And we've created income accounts and expense accounts. Um, but QuickBooks does not use those um, for invoicing purposes. Okay, so for invoicing purposes, um, here they call it products and services. Um, in QuickBooks desktop, they call it um, the item list. Um, and so basically, these are the things that you are going to use when you're doing billing, okay? So if we click on this, right now there's nothing here, okay? So um, one of the things that, that Jeff does for this business um, is he actually, he does SEO work for customers. And so um, let's create some, some services that will make it easier for him to bill out those services. So I'm gonna click add a product or service. Now again, the, the way that we got to this is we went to the gear and you can either go to all lists and click products and services or you can just click products and services. So we're gonna add and I'm gonna add a service and we're gonna call this service, we'll do two, we'll SEO setup, okay. And the, now the nice thing is that you can put a description in here for the sales form so that you do not have to um, you do not have to type this up every single time. So the description that we're going to use is set up SEO, let's see, um, set up SEO speed. Um, let's see and uh, install plugins needed to maintain speed. Okay, so you can, put, you can put more in here if there's multiple things that you're gonna do. If you wanna put those in, that's fine. Um, the rate for this is $495 for the setup. Um, if you actually purchased this from a product, from a vendor, then you could um, put in how much you pay for it. So my income account, I'm just gonna use sales, okay? And I'm going to click save and new. And then I'm gonna have SEO recurring. Now the name will not show up on the invoice, okay? Recurring SEO speed and backup services. Okay. And that is also going to go to the sales account. And I'm going to hit save and close. Okay. So now I have these two items. Okay. Um, now, one thing. 
Let's see. Let me close this. Um, new. Da, 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 da. All right. Let me go into my settings real quick. Make sure that sales tax is turned on. Okay, so here's one kind of cool thing if, um, let's see. If you can't find something you're looking for, All right, so there's my sales tax payable account that I set up. Their search in here is great if you click under help. Okay, so let's go down, edit sales tax rate, edit sales tax rate, go to taxes from the main menu. Okay, so let's try this. Okay, so if I click on the taxes tab, it gives me two different options, sales tax and payroll tax. So I want to set up sales tax. Here's the address we have for you, click next. Okay, and because my address is in Connecticut, it's gonna ask me, do I collect sales tax outside of Connecticut? I'm gonna hit no. It looks like you just need to pay sales tax to one agency in Connecticut. We'll call this your tax agency. They know it's Connecticut Department of Revenue Services. I'm gonna hit next. And this is automatic sales tax is all set up. Okay, so let's see what it does. Now it's interesting because in Connecticut we actually have multiple tax rates. So um, we'll see if it does this correctly. So let's create an invoice. Okay, and let me just show you the, the actual way that you would get to um, I'm a quarterly filer. Okay, so let's go back into my products and services and we'll click, click edit. And now it says, now there's a sales tax category in here because we've set up the sales tax, okay? Um, so I'm going to collect, I'm going to say this is, um, this is non-taxable because it's website work and I hit save and close and edit this. This is non-taxable because it's website work. Okay. All right. So let's now go into invoices. So if you are at the dashboard, you can go to sales and you can either go to all sales or you can go to invoices. Okay, and let's send our first invoice. Now here's what I'm gonna do. I'm actually gonna set myself up as a customer. Okay, and I'm gonna put in details. You always wanna make sure that you type things in properly because the stuff on this invoice 
um, will actually okay, um, will actually pop up. Okay. On the invoice, so uh, we'll put the company name. Okay, the display name is Kristen L. Ingram. Da, 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 da. Okay, let's look at. Do we have any notes? Not tax exempt. Um, terms due upon receipt. Okay, preferred credit card. Send later. Okay, no opening balance, and we're gonna hit save. Okay, so notice that when I set the terms to due on receipt, today's date and the due date are the same, okay? Um, it's got my name and then the firm name and the address. It put in the email address. Um, you can put in multiple email addresses. If you put in a comma, it will let you do additional email addresses. Okay, so um, now notice it says add the info you need to your sales form. Okay, so what do we want to show? If there's a discount, we want to show that. If there's a deposit, we want to show that. Um, if there's any custom fields that you or your clients want, you can put that. Um, additional columns. Okay, so if you want the product or service, I don't want the product or service um, to show up on the invoice. And so we can change what our customers see. Um, do you wanna leave without saving? Yes. Okay, so this is what our customers will see by default. Okay, so let's, you can add some color. Um, you can look at different templates, the content. Okay, so let's edit this. Da, 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 business name. Okay, address, hide country. Okay, we don't need that. Um, we can look at the website. Do you want the website on there? No, I don't want the website. Um, it is gonna show my email if I want it to. Okay, I can take off the phone number if I want. So I have a lot of, a lot of ways I can customize this. If I wanna put it on letterhead, then what I would do is I'd actually hide all of this, okay? And then you've got that space for the letterhead, okay? Um, but since I email all of these out, I'm not using letterhead, and so therefore I want that on there. Um, do you want a form number? You don't have to put a form number on there. You can actually get rid of that, okay? Uh, you have a lot of different ways to kind of customize this, okay? so. Um, do I want to show the shipping address? Do I want to show the terms? Um, or do I want the due date? So what you could do is you could get rid of the terms and just show the due date. Okay. Um, for some people that's more helpful. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to edit this. Okay. So now I do not want the product or service to show. Okay. But I do want the quantity and I want the rate and the amount to show, okay? So people know what they're getting billed. Um, I don't even want the date to show, so I'm just gonna show this, okay? Um, 
because the date would be the date that I worked on it. Okay. Show more activity options. You can show billable time. You can group things if you want. There's a lot of different, and I would just play with them, right? So you can, you can definitely play with that. Okay, and then here's what the bottom looks like. So at the bottom, we show discounts. Um, we show deposits, okay? Um, you can put a message to your customers. Um, thank you for your, uh, let's see. So this is where you could ask, like you could ask people to review you on, you know, Yelp or any other, you know, probably not Yelp, um, but like if you wanted people to review you on Facebook or follow your Facebook page, this is kind of your call to action. Um, I love this one. I saw this at a chiropractor once. Your greatest compliment is the referral of your family and friends. Um, I absolutely, I just think that that one is awesome. Okay. Um, and so we'll make that a little bit bigger. We'll make it like 10 point. Okay. And hopefully that's going to fix itself. We'll do a PDF. Uh, we'll do a preview to make sure. Okay. But let's see, let's put that as 10. Okay. Um, you can also from here, if there's any other footer text you want to put in, you can do that. Um, emails. So this is what the email is going to look like. Um, and we updated these before, right? When we did the setup, but you can update them here as well. And then for payments. Okay. So how do you want to let people pay you? Right? So you can do bank transfer or you can do credit card. Um, and they do allow PayPal as an option. Apple Pay is an option. Um, so we got to finish the payments profile, but it'll say when we email it to them that they can pay the invoice. Okay. So I'm going to click done. Okay. So now we're back here. Um, and I could have actually previewed that and I didn't. So let's see. So yeah, so it, it fixed it. So that way it wasn't cutting things off. Okay, so this is what our invoices will look like now. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. So I'm gonna click done. All right, so now let's do an invoice. So I'm already in here. I don't have to set myself up again. When I type my name in, notice that the email shows up, um, send later shows up, uh, my billing address, okay, all the terms. All right, so let's say that this is an SEO setup. Okay, so we're going to do one setup. Now notice here there's a tax box. So if, you know, let's say that the service is taxable um, for some clients but not for other clients, um, you can check and uncheck this box. You can also do the settings in the client. Okay, and we're going to do SEO recurring. Okay, um, let's see. This is recurring SEO. So notice that the description that we put in there, um, if you wanted to change it, you could, okay? Any changes that you make in here though is not going to stick, okay? Um, so like if put a period here, I'll change it here. Um, we could even say for the month of August, okay, if you wanted to. 
Um, for tax returns, like I just update mine every year. So it says tax preparation for the year ended um, December 31, 20, whatever it is. Um, and then I type in additional things. So if, you know, whatever particular returns I did for people, I kind of add some more notes in. Okay. Um, so here's my invoice. Okay. If I wanted to do a discount for something, I could do a percentage discount. Um, if the person paid a deposit, we could put the deposit in here. So let's say that there was a $300 deposit. Okay, let's get out of here. All right. But it's not updating the balance due. All right, so let's see. Now, typically though, when you get a deposit, you're not gonna put it in here. What you're gonna do is you're actually gonna put it in um, as a deposit to the client. And then um, I'll show you how to do those when we do receive payments. Okay, so, because um, I'm not sure what happens if I put a deposit in here. So, um, if we wanted to, we could do this invoice for the first month, and then we could do another one for September and make it recurring. Okay, um, so let's, let's save and send this one. Okay. Now, notice that because my payment system is not set up, um, it's not going to let me accept payment. So really all I can do is I can print or save this. Um, the payment information is not going to be in there. Okay. Um, and I can add another, I can add a Gmail address in here if I want to, otherwise it's going to come from QuickBooks. I'm going to send and close. Okay, and I will actually, let me show you what that looks like on the other side. Okay, so here's what this looks like. This is the invoice that I received. Now notice because the payment details are not set up in QuickBooks, um, there's no way for the customer to pay it. Okay, so literally the person would have to print it out and um, mail in the payment, okay? All right, so let's see. So let's go back in here. All right, so let's go back into sales. Now, um, let's see. No, that's not where I want to go. Actually, let's see if I can put up the payment information. Oh, there we go. Okay. So um, I actually have an existing account not find your payments account. Okay, so um, what you'd have to do is you'd have to, I'd have to call them to get them to connect it. Um, but what you could do is you can learn more. Okay, so, um, so the rates for 
QuickBooks, okay? Um, so bank transfers are 1%, um, and that's actually new because it used to be a flat rate of, uh, it used to be a flat rate of 50 cents and they just changed it. Um, if you're charging more than $7,500 a month, I would call them, okay? Um, because you can get much better rates. There are two different options. There's the pay-as-you-go option, um, and then there's a monthly fee, which is six, um, $16, but then you get a little bit lower rates. So you kind of have to determine um, which one, basically where you're gonna break even, right? So most of your invoices are gonna be paid online, okay? or you're going to key enter the information and then you're going to save it as a recurring transaction. So the point, you know, where people really save is the swiped. Okay. Um, and you know, if you meet with clients live and you set up their, you know, you set up their reoccurring while you're sitting there and say, okay, you know, can I take a credit card, you know, and swipe the card that's where you're going to save quite a bit is on the swipe. Okay. Cause it's, you're literally saving seven tenths of a percent. Um, if you do that, but for a lot of people, that's just not practical, um, to actually swipe the card. So most of my clients, you know, they're paying this or they're paying this. Okay. Um, and I can do some math on it to figure out what the, the break even is on that. Okay. So yeah, so I'll make a note to do that. But then basically then you set up payments, okay? But the nice thing is you can start and pay, you know, basically just pay for what you're using um, and then go from there, okay? So, so there's the invoice. Now, if I wanted to, let's say that I, you know, let's say that Kristen Ingram sent us a check, how do we receive that payment? So you would go to receive payment, okay? Um, and then I could put in, okay, she sent a check. You put the check number in here. Um, where do you want it deposit to? Well, if I received, um, if I just received the one check, then I would say spark checking. Otherwise, I would use undeposited funds. Let's see. There it is. Okay. So, undeposited funds is under other current assets, undeposited funds. And essentially, this is money that has not yet been put in the bank. Okay. So, I'm going to save and close this so it's set up. Okay, but I can use undeposited funds or I can just go straight to checking. Now the way my bank works is even if I deposit like a whole bunch of checks at once using online banking, they're all gonna go in separately. Okay, so I'm just gonna have it go directly to the checking account. And then the amount was, um, 
you can put the amount here or you can put the amount here, it does not matter. And then I'm gonna hit save and close. Okay, so now it tells me that I deposited. Notice it now says status deposited. Okay, so this is, this is all done. Um, I can, I can now go to banking. And if I click go to register, now you'll see there's the payment that's been deposited into my account. And then when that matches up, right, with my, um, when the bank deposits it and it goes through the bank feed, then that will, will match it up instead of entering it, okay? Um, so that's why when, when you're working with um, different third-party systems, it's really important to understand how those are gonna put the data into QuickBooks, okay? So that you are prepared for when, um, for when items are deposited, okay? So, um, so that's how invoices work. So notice an invoice is a two-step process, right? An invoice is you create the invoice, you send the invoice, you receive the payment. What happens if you do work for a client um, and the client just gives you a check on the spot, what do you do? Well, you don't wanna create an invoice and then receive it. So we're gonna to go to all sales and we're going to say new transaction sales receipt. Now this is what you would use with your clients typically to do reoccurring transactions where you are just automatically billing the customer, okay? So, let me show you that September invoice. Okay, so payment methods, credit card. Okay, and if you had this set up and you put credit card, it would let you put in the credit card information. Okay, so I'm gonna say um, that this is SEO recurring. Okay, so it's $97. Okay, and then if I wanted to make this recurring, Right, so if I wanted to bill the customer every single month for this, I would click Make Recurring. Now remember, this is a one-step process. So in this process with sales receipt, just to be clear, you are recording the payment, because notice like the payment information is here, okay? You're recording the payment and the sale at the same time. So instead of invoice, receive payment, the sales receipt does both things at the same time, okay? Think of this almost as like if you went to the store, right? And you're, ring, you know, you're getting rung up at the register and you walk out with a receipt, that's what this is, okay? Um, and this will actually email out the sales receipt to my client. Um, and so now if I wanted to make this recurring, right? So this is what you guys would do with your, um, with your clients. Okay, so first of all, after you sign up for the credit card processing, if you try to do one of these as make recurring um, and you're, you know, you're signed up for their credit card service, there will be a form that you have to print out to get their permission to automatically bill them, okay, bill your customer. 
So this is going to be scheduled, right? Which means it's just going to happen. Um, and this is going to go out to the client. It's automatically going to send them an email that says, you know, that we have charged your account. You can pick how often you're going to do it. So for most of your clients, it's going to be monthly. You can pick the day. Okay. So, you know, you're going to agree with the client. You're going to do it on the 5th. You're going to do it on the 15th, whatever date you start. You're going to tell it the start date. So if this is for September, we're going to do it as of September 1. And if September 1, it's going to go out September 1, no matter one, no matter what, it will charge at September 1. Um, but if it's on a weekend, you're probably going to wait till the next, you know, Monday to get paid. And then you could say if you wanted to end on a certain date, so you could say it's a 12-month contract, or you could say there is no end, all right? And then if I hit save template, okay, so now this is saved. My reoccurring sales receipt has been saved. So on September 1st, it will, it will charge my customer again as long as I have put in all their credit card information. Um, then it's good to go, okay? Um, so yeah, so that's the difference between an invoice and a sales receipt. Sales receipt is one, is one piece. Invoices to complete the payment requires two different pieces. So um, let me know if you have any questions about um, products or services. Um, the sales tax was really easy, right? That was just clicking a button. So the thing you have to do is you have to ask the client if they have anything subject to sales tax and you might need to work with their accountant, okay, to determine what is subject to tax. Okay, that's not your job, okay, to do that. That's not your job. Just remember that. Um, then invoicing, receive payments, okay, those two are linked together, and sales receipts. If you have any questions about any of that stuff, or about the credit card processing, which we use for both of our businesses, let me know and I'd be happy to help however I can.